0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive
0: Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Sask ag Today with your host, Ryan Young.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Sask Ag Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. On today's show, Kevin Hirsch, the chief agricultural editor of saskagtoday.com, covers prices for crops that are available online. A senior agronomist says every bit of moisture now will help later on in the growing season. And of course, the farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour with Phil Spivak. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. Coming up off the top is Kevin Hirsch's report on prices for crops that, again, are available online.
0: This is Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director, Ryan Young.
1: Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Farm Fresh Water. To fix your water problems, visit farmfreshwater.ca. An announcement of the Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Program details for 2024 will be made the morning of Tuesday, March 5th in Melville by Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt. However, as Kevin Hirsch of SaskAgToday.com reports,
2: insured prices for the various crops are now available online. You won't find the prices on the main part of the sascropinsurance.com website, but if you're a producer set up with Crop Connect to access your own account on the website, you can find the prices and your coverage details for the upcoming year. In past years, this information hasn't been available until after the official program announcement. Here are some of the insured prices. Spring wheat is at $8.55 a bushel with the crop insurance Durham price at $10.86 a bushel. Barley is at $5.44 with flaxseed at $13.85 a bushel. Canola comes in at $15.08 a bushel, more than a dollar a bushel lower than Manitoba's crop insurance price. Manitoba bases its prices off of a December Price estimate, whereas Saskatchewan uses a January price estimate from Agriculture Canada. At 15.08 a bushel, the insured canola price is still well above what the futures prices are currently indicating for new crop field peas are nine fifty eight a bushel canary seed is thirty six cents a pound similar or slightly above what new crop contracts have been offering yellow mustard is sixty seven cents a pound with brown and oriental mustard both at fifty two cents Large kabuli chickpeas have an insured price of $0.46 a pound, similar to new crop contract offerings. Lentils are a bit of a surprise. The crop insurance price on large green lentils is $0.44 a pound, whereas new crop contracts are now $0.56 or more. Red lentils are insured at only $0.28 a pound, whereas new crop contracts are 31 or $0.32 a pound. If you have Prop Connect established through the SAS Crop Insurance website, you can generate all of your insurance information. Typically, contract changes need to be made by March 31st. For SASGAG today, I'm Kevin Hirsch.
1: Coming up next on the show, the Top Crop summit was held in Saskatoon the other day. And an expert there was saying that every bit of moisture now will help later on in the growing season. That's some good news there. We'll expand on that right after the break.
0: We're back with Saskag today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: Welcome back to the program. Every bit of moisture now will help later. That from Nutrien Senior Agronomist Lyle Cowell, who was at the Top Crop Summit in Saskatoon yesterday.
3: Depending on where you are in Western Canada, quite a bit of what we get from here on in is going to largely lead to runoff, but we need to have runoff to fill the water sources across Western Canada. This subsoil moisture, the dugouts, the irrigation reservoirs, the lakes and streams, we, we need to have that. It's still going to help. Some of it will enter the soil. We are in conditions right now, because of the frequent melting this winter, that a lot of the surface soil is frozen. So it's going to be a bit more difficult for the soil to take up any extra water, but it's still going to help us. And uh, any bit of snowfall contributes a lot to yield for the next harvest.
4: So there's enough moisture to start a crop in pretty much every area?
3: pretty much every area and again it's only february we have a few months here yet and drought really never really sets in until june i mean as long as we can get a crop started we have plenty of time yet for snowfall and rainfall to help supplement the soil moisture so it just comes down to that that recognize that if you're a little bit of topsoil moisture don't waste it I think most Western Canada has enough topsoil moisture to at least get things started. In some areas are obviously better than others, but I think that farmers are aware of what they're facing on their own individual farm in Western Canada. Then just, I mean, we're all hoping for some more snow and more rain for 2024.
1: Cowell also mentioned the topsoil moisture map produced each year in November by retired University of Saskatchewan soils professor and extension specialist les henry
3: and one of the things he's focused on is just the the very simple idea of having water in the soil in the fall so he's always created his maps based on soil moisture uh, in early november so stored water in the fall is money in the bank as as les would say and last fall We have dry areas in Western Canada. We can't forget that. But last fall, we actually went into the 2024 crop with better stored soil moisture than we've had for a number of years. Uh, We had reasonably good rains over a good portion of Western Canada in the fall. We still have plenty of time for snowfall and rain before we plant the 2024 crop.
1: Lyle Cowell is a senior agronomist with Nutrien. He was at the Top Crop Summit in Saskatoon. Coming up is Ag Review with Doug Falconer. Sask Ag Today will return right after these messages.
0: You're tuned in to Sask Ag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM.
1: Today's ag review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers, and My Grain Exchange, ready to market your 2023 crop. Head over to mygrainexchange.com and try their low-risk grain
5: auctions. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley said yesterday he couldn't move the interest-free portion of the advance payment program back up to $350,000. However, he did suggest farmers talk to the finance minister about it. Speaking to delegates at the Canadian Federation of Agriculture annual meeting, the minister referenced the APP while talking about available programs. He said farmers had been through a lot in the last few years with pandemic supply chain issues, global unrest and extreme weather. He said the interest-free portion had risen from $100,000 to $250,000 to $350,000 last year. However, Ontario Federation of Agriculture Delegate Ethan Wallace noted that the $350,000 no longer applied. Depending on the type of lentil, prices in Western Canada were diverging in late February. That's according to Lavon Sargsyan of Johnston's Grain. He says Layards are seeing a stock shortage in the short term, causing a surge in old crop prices, now sitting at 81 to 82 cents per pound fob farm, noting below average yields in 2023 also contributed to the decline in stocks. In the Prairie Ag Hotwire compilation of prices from across Western Canada as of Monday, layered lentils added 2 cents ranging from 57 to 78 cents per pound delivered depending on the size. Although Eston lentils climbed higher earlier in February, most recently they gave up 2 cents at 52.5 to 70 cents per pound delivered. The Richleys as well saw increases during the month but stood unchanged this week at 54 to 75 cents per pound. The federal government has pledged more than $3.1 million for the continued development of a Made in Canada Sustainability Index for agricultural products. The National Index on Agri-Food Performance is a Canadian-made sustainability measurement system under development by a coalition of government and industry groups, including agrochemical companies like Nutrien and BASF and provincial agriculture departments. The index spans measures from water stewardship, soil health and greenhouse gas emissions, to nutrition, safe food, financial viability and sustainability, work conditions and animal care. It's been touted as a way for the industry to measure its own performance before it's measured without any industry say and methods used. A pilot version of the index was published in May of 2023. The Canadian Agricultural Policy Institute, which houses the project, will use the announced funding to continue to refine the index, fix missing information, and create an upgraded version of the index. The spring melt across Western Canada will cause disruptions to grain and livestock movement as seasonal spring road restrictions come into effect across the prairies. Spring road restrictions set axle weight limits for vehicles moving on certain roads to reduce the damage heavier loads can cause during the spring thaw period. Grain and equipment movement can both be affected by the spring road bans as drivers may need to find alternate routes or haul smaller loads. Winter weight allowances are still in effect across western Canada, but road restrictions in most southern agricultural regions of Manitoba could begin as early as March 1st. Saskatchewan and Alberta will also impose their restrictions soon, depending on the weather, with start dates over the past few years ranging from early to late March. The Transportation Safety Board says a broken wheel set off a train derailment in B.C.'s Fraser Canyon, spilling six million kilograms of potash. In September of 2020, 61 cars on a Canadian National Railway freight train left the tracks just south of Hope, B.C. A board report says no one was hurt and none of the product that spilled was dangerous. The board investigation determined the broken wheel dropped between the rails, breaking the track at multiple welds and setting off the rail car pileup. The report says the cleanup was able to remove all the potash, the area was seeded and replanted, and BC's Ministry of Environment was satisfied with the response. The report concluded that despite no indication of a split in the rim of the wheel, the failure occurred. And no safety actions were taken by CN Rail after the derailment. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer.
0: It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: I'm here with Phil Spivak from Precision Weather, and Phil, this morning it was uh, pretty cold, Uh, a little bit of a wind as well, Uh, obviously not pleasant, but uh, from what the forecast looks like, that uh, might continue at least for today and then warm up tomorrow.
6: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you drew our forecast uh for, well, basically the last couple of days and then the next few days, it looks kind of like a mountain range. Today, we are heading uh, slowly up that first mountain, up to minus 11 this afternoon. We start to dip down the mountain a bit tonight, and then we climb overnight. We start rising that next mountain up to um, five degrees tomorrow after minus 14 tonight. A little bit of a breeze, so it is going to be cold. Even though temperatures head up through the night, at least for the start of the night, we've still got that gusty southeasterly wind, and that means the wind chill is going to stay under minus 30 for a while this afternoon gets into the uh, mid minus 20s. But with that drop off and then likely just a brief pickup of the wind, uh, we'll see that wind chill back down. But the temperature rises and as the temperature comes up, the wind chill uh, with the wind staying constant or even dropping off becomes less of an issue. Tomorrow, five degrees. And you could make a case that it's going to be even warmer. Many areas will see warmer temperatures. Average, though, tomorrow around five, partly to mostly sunny sky. We'll drop off to minus six tomorrow night, partly cloudy sky. And then we sort of wobble. Late Thursday night into Friday, we'll climb a little bit, level off, maybe get one more little climb midday, and then drop off, finally settling down to minus 7. So not a big change from morning to night, but uh, a lot of little wobbles through the day will mean uh, we're not quite steady, but certainly uh, not going anywhere uh, as far as uh, big changes through the day. The wind, 15 to 30, but there will be a few periods of stronger gusts, and that means through the afternoon the wind chill back into the minus teens. The weather, though, for these days, quiet we've seen some cloud cover we've seen some flurries but should be nothing for the next few days uh saturday looks fine as well partly sunny sky with a high of minus 7 then sunday there is a storm system approaching and this one likely is going to first of all bring in some cooler air we're at minus 12 on sunday it's also going to kick up the wind and bring in some snow so an actual possible winter storm for this weekend sunday uh, featuring some moderate to heavy accumulation for sunday afternoons through sunday night and even r- early monday morning as well
1: Thank you very much, Phil. Normal highs for this time of year, minus 4. Normal lows, minus 16. Sun rose in Regina at quarter to 8 this morning, and the sun will set at 638 later on today. Around the province, in Assiniboia, minus 11. Estevan, minus 14. Mooseman, minus 21. Saskatoon, Yorkton and Melville, minus 22. Swift Current, minus 12. And Weyburn, minus 17. The warm spot in the province is Maple Creek at 0.8 degrees and the cold spot in Stony Rapids again at minus 28.9. In Regina, sunny sky, east-southeast wind at 28, humidity at 78 percent, the temperature at minus 19 or minus 2 Fahrenheit, barometric pressure at 102.1 and falling. Moose Jaw, sunshine, east-southeast wind at 27 kilometers an hour and the temperature minus 15. Again in Regina, sunny, east-southeast wind at 28, temperature minus 19 degrees.
0: Back in a moment. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: This portion of Sask Ag today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuction.com and Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. About $19.2 million is being invested into a research and development project that will aid in creating new oat and pulse ingredients and products. Avena Foods will be doing most of the heavy lifting on the R&D side, with the new ingredients being used by Big Mountain Foods, Denon Canada, and Old Dutch to replace several common ingredients in their respective products. Regina-based Protein Industries Canada is investing $7.3 million into the project, and Chief Technology Officer Megan Gervais says a project like this is something they love to focus on.
7: It really will help an ingredient manufacturer to um continue to develop their technology to to bring new ingredients out to market. But what we really like has been seeing those ingredients deployed into the food system. And so having, you know, three separate food companies come into the project and say, these are ingredients that we want and these are the ways that we're going to use them is a really exciting type of investment for us to be able to make.
1: She says Avena Foods and Big Mountain Foods have interacted with Protein Industries Canada in the past.
7: Avena Foods and Big Mountain Foods certainly participated in projects with us in Fund 1. But what we really are are loving seeing in our second fund and our second five-year mandate is new companies coming in and sort of um, having a better understanding of how our projects work and seeing the experience of their colleagues in the food industry having had successful projects with us. We're then seeing new entrants. So in the case of this project, Old Dutch and Danone are are companies that are now coming in to work with us in in a new project in Fund 2.
1: CEO of Avena Foods, Wayne Arsenault, says the project will be done at two of their facilities.
4: So that'll be done in our uh, Regina labs, um, as well as we would do the trialing in the, in the Regina mill. And the second place would be in Portage la Prairie, um, where we also have an R&D lab and a um, an experimental um, area where we can trial out uh, Different ideas at a smaller scale.
1: The remaining balance of the investment comes from the companies, and Arseneau also appreciates the help from Protein Industries Canada. Arseneau says the research and development projects typically take more than a year to complete.
4: Well, everything takes several trials. Um, first, got to figure out what you need to do and go through all of, and work it out for trials you know, in our own area, in our own lab, scale it up to production size, and then it's trials at the customer and you go through all of the steps up at, you know, with the customer. Um, And then hopefully you get to the end and something works um, because you can get to partway through that and then you need to go back and make adjustments. So all of those things take time.
1: The new ingredients the trio of companies will use could potentially be used to make new products, including yogurt, plant-based beverages and creamers, veggie links, cutlets, pastries and fillings. Coming up next on the program, Francois-Philippe Champagne uh, was talking about the issue of stabilizing food prices. We'll hear what he had to say on that topic right after the break.
0: You're tuned in to SaskEgg today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: This segment of SaskEgg today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumberyard, big on service. Arcola, Canada's industry minister was defending the government's actions on trying to force the country's big grocers to help stabilize food prices. The Commons Ag Committee is almost done studying the issue for a second time. and Yesterday, Francois-Philippe Champagne spent an hour trying to convince the committee progress is being made.
8: Everyone is watching what we're doing, and I think, you know, we have to look, and I always, when I hear the conservatives making some criticism, I I almost have in mind, what have you done during your time? This is the action that I've taken in five months. Call the grocery CEOs. The most... comprehensive reform of competition in in Canada's history. We have uh, made a record investment in Consumers Affairs Bureau, and we had probably one of the first FPT meeting on Consumers Affairs. This is just us. So that's why I'm saying when I look at our record, I feel pretty
1: good. But many committee members weren't feeling quite as good. NDP's Alistair McGregor said none of the big grocery company CEOs have outlined any changes they plan to make in how they operate their businesses, calling the minister's efforts a failure.
4: I think what Canadians really want to know, they want to see the pendulum start swinging back onto the side of consumers, back onto the side of farmers, and I think they want to know is why should they rely on the goodwill of CEOs to lower food prices, you know, when we have a major CEO saying that your meeting did not result in anything.
8: Yeah, and he's an outlier, Uh, and and I made sure that they would understand, I even, uh, you know, made sure that they would get the message, and I said, you can smile at me, that's okay, you know, I mean, it's for the good reasons, but you cannot 40 million Canadians have more power than any corporate uh, CEO can believe because we can move our purchasing power. And, and I said to him, uh, maybe you're smiling today, but we changed the law. And now, uh, you know, as you're looking, the enforcement action that has been taken and you don't need to take it for me. You've seen it. You know, the the, the competition bureau is taking action now. Um, I think they, they, they hear now that we're really serious about that.
1: The committee will now study all of the input from the past few months and make its recommendations to the Commons. Up next on the program is the market update. SaskAg Today will return right after this.
0: Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Feed barley is up $3 to two twenty five fifty eight. dollars canola is up two dollars to five forty seven forty two lentils is down twelve dollars to seven thirty three fifty yellow peas is up eighteen dollars and thirty seven cents to four thirty seven ninety eight and number one red spring wheat is down seven dollars and twenty eight cents at two ninety eight o six the rest were unchanged durham four oh four sixty three chickpeas eleven sixty eight forty four flax six oh six o four oats two eighty five thirty two Feed wheat 212.38 on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange. Hard red spring spring wheat for May is down six and a half cents at six dollars fifty-five and three-quarter cents a bushel. Up next is the livestock report.
0: The Saskag Today Livestock Reports, on your voice of Saskatchewan, six twenty CKRM.
1: Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now here are the latest quotes.
9: This is the market report for the Wayburn Livestock Exchange for the week of February twenty seventh. Our last regular sale was on February fourteenth. D one and D two cows sold from a dollar thirty five to a dollar fifty five. D three cows sold from a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty five. cows sold from a dollar ten to a dollar twenty. Hefret sold from two dollars to two thirty five. And good butcher Bowls sold from a dollar sixty to a dollar seventy. We also had a few bred cows that day. Youthful dispersal cows sold from twenty eight hundred to. $3,500. Mid-age cows sold from 2300 to $2,800. Older cows sold from 1600 to $2,200. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here on Monday. The market keeps getting stronger. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $4.61 and sold up to $4.97. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $4.79 and sold up to $4.97. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $4.44. And sold up to $4.97. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $4.33 and sold up to $4.53. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $4.21 and sold up to $4.39. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $4.3 and sold up to $4.22. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $3.86 and sold up to $4.10. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $3.57 and sold up to $3.84. And 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $3.36 and sold up to $3.49. Heifers were about 50 cents back from the steers.
1: The latest pork prices are at $195.18 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report.
0: It's the SaskEgg Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young.
1: The cost of the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion project is now expected to be 10% higher than its estimate of $30.9 billion in May of 2023. That's according to a regulatory filing provided by Trans Mountain Corporation to the Canada Energy Regulator. The Crown Corporation says the latest tally is subject to the receipt of final costs and expenses once the pipeline project is complete. On the markets, the TSX is down 18 points at 21,300. The Dow is down 82 points to 38,890. Oil is up one cent at $78.88 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 73.70 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Sask Ag Today podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. And that's going to do it for Sask Ag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.